this is probably going to be one of our most controversial podcasts, I think. Um, probably the one I'm most nervous about recording. <laughs> Welcome back to Business Uncensored, the good, the bad, and the ugly, with me, Joe Bevelacqua. So today, we are, this is probably going to be one of our most controversial podcasts, I think. Um, probably the one I'm most nervous about recording, um, in all honesty. Um, but this is something that I have had I don't know how many conversations with people about and discussions um and so many people have said to me you need to talk about this and I've definitely held off for a really long time because although I may have been a little bit confrontational when I was younger and definitely not scared to be outspoken. Um, I think as I've got older, I just don't want any drama. I don't like confrontation. I mean, I'm here for it if somebody brings it to me. I'm not going to shy away from it. But at the same time, um, I try and be as zen as possible. And I would never want anyone to feel bad or that I was attacking them. Um, that's just not my vibe. I do try and just have an output positive vibes, right? But I think at the same time, I wanted this podcast to be about the truth, right? You can't call a podcast business uncensored, the good, the bad and the ugly without talking about the bad or the ugly. Um, and... I've been in the online world for about five or six years now, which is probably a lot longer than some people and not as long as others. But there's definitely been things that I have seen and heard and witnessed and things that just probably don't sit right with me. Um... And like I said, having conversations with people that I'm close to that are business owners online and offline, um, we all kind of <laughs> felt like somebody needed to talk about it. Um, and that is going to be me, I guess, today. Um, so hopefully you, um, you understand where I'm coming from when I'm talking about the things that I am. And it's, again, like I said, not a personal attack on anyone in particular. Um, that's not my vibe. Um, but just things that I've seen that I think should be spoke about publicly and, and the conversation should be open to, right? And I think that I'm a person that loves opening conversations. I love having deep and meaningful conversations. I'm not this person that likes talking about the weather all day, every day. Um, uh, and I love picking things apart and, and seeing how we can do things better. Um, so yeah, hopefully there's some learnings from this. Maybe you'll resonate with it. Maybe it will save you making a decision that you were going to make that actually you knew was probably not the right decision, but you felt like you needed to make that to make a change in your life. And maybe this will make you think for a little bit longer 
um, and make sure that any decisions that you make about investing in your business or growing your business is the right one for you. So that was a bit of a ramble, but I just wanted to not go straight in with it and give you a bit of a back kind of, sub, like, I don't know, a bit of a backstory about why we're doing it. Um, so today we're talking about red flags um, in business and probably particularly the online mentoring coaching world, right? Um, so we want to just make sure that you guys are as equipped as possible because I do believe that investing in yourself and getting help in life or in business is imperative for growth um, and to to move forward and to overcome things that you don't know or you're scared of. Um, and that is inevitable. And I would always champion investing in yourself and whether that's with a paid mentor or a free mentor or whether it's with a community of people that are like-minded to you and want the best for you, um, that's that's up to you and, and where you're at and who you've got around you. But I just want to have this conversation and um, just make sure that you're not on your own if you've had any of these thoughts. So the red flags that we're talking about today, and I'm probably going to maybe elaborate on a couple of them um, and go through some of them quite briefly because we haven't got long. And I, and I don't want this to be like a, an, an ongoing rant for two <laughs> hours about what I see and what I don't agree with at all. So let's get on with it. Um, so first and foremost, there's so much talk about um, six and seven figure businesses and that's what you should aspire to and that's what success is and you're not successful unless you have a six or seven figure business or you need to to aspire to that or you can buy my program because I've created a six or seven figure business and I would really stop and get you to think about what is the six or seven figure business, right? I did a poll on Instagram um, a few months back asking what is a six or seven figure business and it was hysterical because so many people <laughs> were like, I have no idea and then so many other people gave me very different answers so it just goes to show that this a lot of this online world is based on six and seven figure businesses, but nobody really knows what it means. It just sounds quite sexy, right? Um, and some of the answers that we had were, it was somebody's turnover a year, or it was the sales that they've had in their business since they started. Um, some people were like, it's the profit that they've taken out that year. Um, so there were so many different variations that just confirmed to me that there was so much hype around this six and seven figure business that everybody should aspire to have and to do and to be, but actually nobody really knew what it bloody meant. Um, I know that when I set up Serenity Loves, for example, we were turning over six figures within the first 12 months, um, but that doesn't mean that I was taking home six figures. <laughs> it certainly didn't mean that. For the first kind of two or three years um, of opening the salon, the apprentice was getting paid more than I was, right? It was, I knew that I had to make those sacrifices that every penny that we made was going back into the business or paying the wages or going into advertising to grow. And and the hope was that actually by doing all this reinvestment and any profits that we did have was going back into the business, 
that actually would grow to a point where we had everything we were recruiting the amount of staff that we needed and we were not having to um, do X, Y, and Z, that actually it would allow me to take a step back from the business sooner rather than later. And and for me, so when it was ready to be able to take a nice income from that business without me having to work in it, and that's exactly what I did do. So we had a, uh, what would some would deem a six-figure business after year one, but I'm telling you now, we didn't make a penny of profit and I was paying myself around £400 a month for working every single day, 16 hours a day, with two young children at the time. Um, but luck- I wouldn't say luckily, I was going to say luckily, but it wasn't luckily, it was all through fucking hard work. But within kind of three years, I was able to pay myself a lot more than that. And then within five years, I absolutely was being able to pay myself enough that I was comfortable with taking a step back from the business um, and that it was able to run without me. I was having a nice income from it. Um, And then, yeah, so I just think when you're maybe influenced by all this sexy marketing out there and maybe it's part of your goal to be a six or seven figure business what does that actually mean because if it means turnover you can be turning over six or seven figures and not taking a penny home or not taking home what it is exactly what you want so yeah maybe just get a bit focused on what is the actual money that you want to be taking home um and then what does that mean that your business needs to be taking um, rather than the other way around and thinking just about the turnover of the business and taking over whatever is left over for you at the end of the day. Um, the next one is not every block in business is a mindset issue. This is something that is quite close to my heart. Um, I think there's so many people out there that claim to have all of the answers and when you ask them the questions of, how do I fix this or how do I fix that or this is my reality how do I change that or and everything comes down to they don't have the answers to those questions is that it's your mindset issue so if your reality is that you don't have a big audience so you don't feel like you're making the money that you need to make because your audience isn't big enough how do you make that audience bigger for example or how and then they're telling you that it's a mindset issue. Is it really a mindset issue or do they not have the answers to you of how you can grow your audience? Um, there's so many times that I've probably seen this. I've definitely experienced it before. Where I've communicated what my reality is and it's fact. And they don't have the answers of how I can move to the next step. And I'm being told it's a mindset issue. Um, and it really does frustrate me because I'm like, I would rather you say that's a really good point. Actually, I don't know the answer to that, but so and so might rather than it being turned down, uh, turned around on me and being said it's a mindset issue. And there are times where you might have problems or issues or blocks in business and it is a mindset issue and you are getting in your own way. And that's absolutely true too. But not every single block in your business is a mindset issue. It might be an education issue. It might be you don't know the answer to something. It's you don't you don't know where to go next or you don't know how to do something or something just isn't quite working. There's lots of other blocks. There might be things going on in your business that you have no control over. There are definitely blocks in business that is more than just your mindset. 
So if you've been made to feel that every single problem in your business and why your business isn't growing is just your mindset, then maybe you need to look for advice from somebody else. Um, another red flag, business transformation overnight and promising you the world. Again, this is something that I see quite a lot and definitely gives me the ick. All these promises from people that don't know you, that don't know your business, that don't know how you run it day to day is promising you that by investing in this one program or working with this person, they're going to absolutely transform you and they don't even need to speak to you before. You just need to sign up now and they're going to help you with everything that you need help with and, and that your business needs help with. Business just doesn't work like that. Everybody's business is different, right? Everybody has different strengths, different weaknesses, things that are going well, things that are not going well. There's so many different things that you need to concentrate on. There's no way that this person selling this course is going to fix every single problem for every single business owner out there and promising that they're going to do it within so many weeks. It just doesn't work like that. My masterminds are a minimum of six months. And actually, most of the time we get people to stay for 12 months plus because actually it takes time to change things in your business. Things don't happen overnight. If your marketing isn't right, by switching one thing isn't going to change everything in your business. You need to really think about all the different components in your business that needs tweaking or changing. And that takes time. Um. Another red flag, people talking all the time about <laughs> how authentic they are. Um, this just reminds me of like that girl from Love Island a few years ago talking about how loyal she was <laughs> all the time. If you've got to tell everybody how authentic you are all of the time, you're probably not that authentic. It's not something that you should have to be drilling down people's noses all the time. Um, show up, speak your truth, be who you are. Some people will love you, some people won't. Um, but you don't have to tell people how authentic you are <laughs> all of the time. People will either trust you by what you say and what you do, or they won't. Um, and I feel like if you have to tell people all the time how trustworthy you are and how, how authentic you are, then Either you have been told <laughs> that you're not before or you really feel like you're not and you have to obviously over-promise that to people and try and convince them. Um, so yeah, I would definitely be careful <laughs> about people that try and tell you all of the time one message or another, especially about how authentic they are. Um, another red flag. Um, business coaches being coached by business coaches being coached by business coaches. Um, this, I think definitely in the last few years, I've seen this more and more is that people think that coaching and business coaching is really easy, right? Being paid thousands of pounds to tell people, uh, what to do or what not to do might seem like a really easy business to be in, right? Um, but to run a business for the long term and to build something that, is having an impact on your clients and building a team and all of that stuff and, and knowing the strategy and knowing your numbers and everything like that doesn't just come from doing a coaching qualification or doing somebody else's business course. Like there's lots of lessons that you're gonna learn in business. There's a lot of things that you need to think about. There's a lot of things that you need to do that and lots of experiences that you're gonna go through, good and bad, that 
only other people that have businesses and 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 businesses for a long time are gonna understand that um and I just feel like there's a lot of people that are just coaching other people to coach other people and it's all the information that they're given doesn't have any substance. It's just what they've learned the previous week or the previous month by somebody who just learned that from somebody a month before too. So really do your research into, if you're looking for help or advice, look at the person and look at what they've done. Look at what they've created. How long have they been in business for? Is their only business a coaching business? Um, or have they had experience in building real businesses before? Have they had experience in building products or services? Um, and how big were those businesses before? Or how successful were they? Or, or what impact did they have? Um, so yeah, definitely do your research. Don't be influenced by great content or great photos or anything like that, which I see all the time. Um, or fake followers on social media. Um, don't don't follow the buzz. Do your own research. Do your due diligence. Um, another red flag for me is fake scarcity. Um, so a lot of people pushing you and encouraging you to sign up now or sign up within the next twenty four hours or this deal is only going to be live for this amount of time. When most of the time that's not true. Um, or people pushing you into putting the prices of courses or mentorship onto credit cards or taking loans out and I've seen this a lot as when it breaks my heart every time that I see this um ethical business mentors would never encourage you to get into debt or to spend your last penny on mentoring with them um I'm somebody who wants to sleep at night right um, and if somebody's not in that position to spend the money that I charge, which isn't astronomical, it's not at all. Um, but if they haven't got the money, it's looking at different avenues in which they can work with me or somebody else that's within their budget or just jumping on a free call with them and giving them some golden nuggets that can help them on their way. Um, that's exactly why I got into this business to help people with with their businesses and to make sure they didn't make the mistakes that I made and yes I have staff and an office to pay for and and stuff like that but I also don't want to see anyone in dire straits or people getting themselves into a ridiculous amount of debt just to work with me like nothing in the world is worth that so if somebody is pushing you and encouraging and putting really strict timelines on and pressurizing you into working with them um, or encouraging you to get into debt by putting it on credit cards or um, or taking out loans to work with them. Just really think about whether that person has your best interests at heart or whether they're only thinking about themselves and their bank balance. Another one, this came from being cl- on Clubhouse um, last year. Um, and I'd definitely seen it before, but I saw it like 10x on Clubhouse when I was on it I've not really been on it recently um but people talking in stories and psalms um so there would be these really big rooms with all of these experts um in there and people were listening to them for hours and they were taking it in turns to talk about business and we're going to give this advice and we're going to give that advice and actually all they were doing was just talking about stories and psalms and trying to inspire and motivate people and and talking about how great they were and how great 
how great their businesses were and there was just no real substance and then they would open the floor up for people to come and ask questions um and people some people would ask general questions and some people would ask detailed questions um and when people would ask those detailed questions and you could tell that they were stuck and they needed help with getting to the next step or to move forward with their business they would ask this question and the experts um wouldn't know the answers And so what they would do is rather than say they didn't know the answer or rather than helping this person for free, what they would do is talk stories and talk psalms and just not really give them anything of substance at all. Whereas for me, like when somebody works with me, the whole reason you're coming to work with me is for clarity or for help. So why would I want to confuse you even more and and not give you that? Um... So just be careful if you're asking a question and you're not getting the answer that you wanted or needed um, to either press further and not take that as an acceptable answer um, or go and look elsewhere, I think, for that knowledge instead. Um, Another red flag is showing you what they've got rather than what they've done. Um, Again, as social media is obviously the, the shop front of a lot of people's businesses and worlds and we all know that everyone's Instagram is kind of the best version of their lives or their businesses um but I think there's an element of trying to dig a bit deeper into that and if people are only showing you uh, things that they've got whether that's cars or holidays or trips or watches or designer handbags and and that they're selling the lifestyle rather than their knowledge or their experience or what they've done to help other people to me that's a massive a massive red flag like our social media is we try as much as we can to be educational um yes we try and be inspirational absolutely and I don't do that by talking about any of the things that I have we talk about the impact that we've had on other people and how we've helped people um or the journey maybe that I've been on but I don't ever try and attract people to work with me because of the things that I've got it's because of the knowledge that I can impart on them and how I can help them with their business and we try and do Q&As and, and give as much back to people and do lives and educational pieces as much as what we can. Um, and we share the stories of people that we've helped and we try and put the people that we've worked with on a platform as well. Um, so yeah, I would definitely, when you're looking at people's highlight reels and their grids and their stories, is try not to get sucked in by this lifestyle that they portray that they have because it might not be as real as what you think it is and start looking a little bit deeper as to what they've done and what they've achieved and what recognition they got, what substance have they got, what credibility have they got and how have they helped people around them. Um, and then probably one of the last few that I've got, I feel like I've been running for a while, um, is um, watch out for people that spend all of their time networking or creating content um, because actually it might be a case of they've got the time to create all this content and network because they've got a whole team of people that pick up everything else. And if that's the case, then brilliant. Um, but actually, if it's the case that they're spending all of their time networking and creating content, when are they actually delivering the things that they say that they deliver into the people that they deliver it to? Um, 
I see this quite a lot when I was networking in person and online. You see the same faces at the same events or, or different events all the time. Um, and I used to think to myself, my goodness, I don't know where they find the time um, to actually do what they say <laughs> they do. Um, so yeah, I think if somebody's talking about how busy they are and how many clients they've got and what a great thing that they do for these people and all their clients, then actually they don't really have any time to do their client work. So always creating content, then I would be quite cautious of that too. And then the last thing I would say is be careful of the people that talk about how much they love their community um, and how much they want to help them and how much they love them, but then they only show up when it's time to launch something. Um, I think there's quite a few people that do this too, right? If you love your audience and you want to help them and you want to nurture them, then you'll show up a lot of the time, won't you? And you'll show up when you have nothing to sell, not just when you have something to sell. Um, so they are my red flags, things for that I think you guys should look out for. Um, things that you might have seen yourself and thought about um, things that you might not have maybe things will, will start jumping out at you when you're scrolling through social media next you're like oh yeah Joe mentioned something about that um, but yeah I'd love to know if any of these stick out for you are there any other red flags that have shown up for you in business whether that's in real life business um, day to day bricks and mortar or online I would love to hear them Thanks again for joining me. Um, don't forget to follow me if you haven't done already and review if you can. It really helps us out. So thanks so much. Have a great day. <laughs>